Hey, hey, what is up, everyone? This is Ette with another episode of Ecolon Science. As I've been out and about um, working with my service-based company, I'm seeing a lot of thistles starting and beginning um, even a little earlier already, and I've seen some at different stages. So I want to just take a few minutes, talk about what I'm seeing, and um, yeah, see what we can do about it. So thistle, most people know because they are a, a noxious weed, they're an invasive species, and they're, they're, they plague this country. Um, they grow on fields, they grow by the river, I mean, they, they grow everywhere, and so mo it's one of those few weeds like a dandelion that everybody knows that when you say thistle, you can see those, the spikes, those little sp the spinies on it that will, you know, you walk through a patch, it'll just cut you up. Um, yeah, that's the plant we're going to be talking about today. So here in Utah, there's primarily about five main uh, different species of thistle in Utah that we're dealing with. I know there are more out there, but this is, um, you know, more of a local show. So I want to just do kind of a, a rough overview of them. I'm not going to dig too deep into each one. I just want to talk a little bit about what they are and what we can see and then what, what we should be doing right about now. Um, it's beginning of May, and so now is the perfect time in most areas. There are some areas still covered in snow way up by Deer Valley and up in the, um, up above uh, the canyons, so the resorts. Um, so not quite yet up there, but everywhere else in the lower areas in the Salt Lake, um, Wasatch County areas in lower Park City, Summit County, and, and across, um, it's, it's time. It's go time. So I'm already seeing some rosettes, so that's uh, generally of the five types. So let, let's go over them real quick. So we got our musk thistle, Canada thistle, yellow star or thistle, the plumless thistle, and the scotch thistle. So those are the main ones that I'm seeing here. Again, there are more. So th the one that really stands out is the Canada thistle because of the bunch, they, they reproduce by rhizomes. So they're rhizominous, they're connected underground. And those, the Canada thistle are the ones that I'm just starting to see some now. Usually, um, so, so now they're really small, but these are the ones that are, they're a little bit lighter green and they're small. They're, they don't go out wide. Um, they just go out maybe an inch or two, and then they just go up, you know, about, uh, they can go up to two, three, four feet, um, and then they get the little purple flower. But these don't get wide leaves. They're really thin, and they're, so they're, they're kind of easier to spot or to identify. And yeah, they, they spread by rhizomes. So that's what's so hard about them is when you do a treatment or if you're going to mechanically remove them, you've got to really attack all of everything you see on the property. Otherwise, if there's 500 little shoots popping up and you hit... 200 or 300 of them, but you miss some, um, it's just going to, it's just going to regenerate. And it's, it's kind of like a morning glory weed where it just keeps coming. Um, versus some of these biennials like the, the musk thistle, the scotch thistle, these are the plants, um, you know, that reproduce by seed. And so, but real quick, I'll stay on Canada thistle. They can get, yeah, two to five feet tall. So they're, they stay thin, little tiny purple flowers and they get real soft and have this cottony look once they've, once they've gone to seed. So I really recommend if you see them and let's say you are going to do a spray treatment on them because they are so, they're the hardest to kill in my opinion, in my experience. Um, you really have to attack every little shoot that you see. Um, and if you get them now while they're still small, I'm only seeing about um, maybe an inch to two inches up so far. So it's a great time to get them. Get them while they're young. You can use um, safer products and you can take care of them right away. Um, but it's kind of an ongoing thing. You'll see them a lot in late summer. So July, late July, August here in this area is when they just go crazy. And so, um, yeah, they're, they're the tricky one, but those, those stand out because they do spread by, by rhizomes underneath the soil. So then you have your musk and scotch thistle. Those are probably the most common when you think of thistle, you think of one of the two. Um, 
the musk thistle, they're, they're, they actually, they spread by seed and each plant can have up to 20,000 seeds. It could be, any, you know, anything up to 20,000 seeds in a plant. And so think about this. That's the one that grows, they're darker green and the rosette so that when they're little babies, when they first come up, they could be about four, six inches wide and low to the ground. And then they stalk and then they go to seed, they flower. Um, and so with those, each plant could have 20,000 seeds. So you do the math, one plant left untouched, you know, drops those 20,000 seeds, 10,000 seeds, what, you know, whatever may be in there. Within a few years, you have a massive infestation and they, they're really great at growing. They don't take a lot. And so they take over really quick. Um, these things can go eight, 10 feet tall. I've actually have a picture of me standing in some, I was on a mountain bike trail a few years ago and I saw ones, I think they're about 10 to 11 feet. I couldn't measure it, but I just looked, it was about double my height. <laughs> so that, that gives away how short I am. But anyway, yeah, they were there and it was just incredible. So these can get out of control. They're very sharp and uncomfortable. And on trails, it's a nightmare. You're mountain biking, they cut you up. Your pets go out. You know, they, they, they're just a nuisance. They have about a seven to nine week flowering period. So you've got about almost a month and a half to really get them before they flower. Once they flower, um, it's basically too late. And that's for most thistle. Once they flower, meaning you see the head, that purple come up and it's out, it's exposed. Even if you were to spray those right there, those, you can't kill those seeds. You can kill that plant. Um, in most cases, it's not necessary because that plant is on its way out anyway, once it drops those seeds. Um, so what you have to do with, with any of them, when they, when you see the head, the purple flowers, the, the best thing to do is actually to cut them off and bag them and remove those seeds and then spray or um, mechanically remove however you want to take care of that. Um, but those seeds are going to be, you're going to prevent the next crop from getting into your seed bank. So with, with thistle control, it's all about timing and it's about being consistent. Um, scotch thistle can go up to 40,000 seeds in a head. Those are the ones that can be even wider than the musk. The musk has that wide rosette at the bottom and then they grow, they grow tall and they have the purple flower where the scotch, um, could still have the purple flower and they can, they can grow really tall or short, but they get wide. I have seen some four or five feet around. And again, think about that when, when someone calls you very late and say, hey, I got a thistle problem. Now is the time to do it. May is the time to begin your treatment. If you call me in June when it's already flowering four feet wide, I have to use more product, which is not good for the environment. I have to, and cost. The cost goes up because they're a lot harder to treat. Um, and then, yeah, as we said, the yellow star and the plumless thistle, just throw them in there. You don't see those as, as much here. I've seen them on some trails. The yellow star, you see it uh, every once in a while in comparison to the others, and they're not as recognizable, but they do have yellow. They have these nasty star heads, um, and then there's the yellowish flower. And, and oh, I'm sorry, I, I forgot bull thistle. And which I know some people eat that one, but bull thistle is kind of the scariest of all. You, you can see it a mile away. It looks the most evil. It just it looks dangerous, like it's got scissors and knives standing out of it. So that's the one you don't want to run into. They're not as common, uh, but they get big and they are very sharp and, and spiky. So those are the ones I see the most. But again, what I'd recommend is right now it's May. I'm already seeing them in most areas. So, so go through your native areas where they grow. Go through your pastures. They can grow in the lawn. The Canada thistle, you'll see more in the lawn and the flower beds. Now is the time to go through and just spot treat or remove them. Um, again, with some of them, like the rhizominous ones, going to be a little harder to, to remove mechanically because they'll just grow back. Um, but if you do it now while the plants are small, they haven't stalked, they haven't flowered, 
you are going to save yourself so much money and time and headache. Um, it really depends on the property, what's going to germinate. But on average, I know I like to go through my properties about three times a year to do this noxious weed or this thistle control. And what I have found when I do that, um, I get them, I just get everything while it's young and it keeps it simple. If you call again when it's too late and things are flowered, you've already got the seeds that are out there. They're already going to drop, so you kind of miss the ball. So right now is a great time. Go through and just start spot treating or removing your thistle. Um, you can, when they are young like this, you can use um, a lot more environmentally friendly products that might not be as strong. Um, and but once they get out of hand, it's a little too hard to get control of them. Um, one that's kind of um, the county would recommend is called Milestone. And I do like that product. It was listed for rangelands. Um, so if I can't get it with with a more organic product, that's one of the go-tos I like. It's not. It doesn't have the 2,4-D, and it does a great job, and it's, it's supposed to be a little safer for the wildlife animals. And since most of these thistle are growing in trails and, and pastures, that's the big concern there. So anyway, that, it's a great time. And, and again, if you get them now, you don't have to use much. You may only have to use a few ounces on your whole property but it's just time it's just developing an eye for it walking the property every inch of it and then just spot treating very lightly what's coming up and if you do it now you're in good shape anyway that's a little bit about thistle hope you guys have a great day and have a blast out there um searching for thistle